Hi, my name is Elizabeth Frauckeld. I'm Deputy Director and Senior Fellow at the Stimson Center South Asia Program. I'm here with Kashun Liza, who's a Policy and Advocacy Specialist at IPRI, uh, the Islamabad Policy Research Institute. Um, and, Kashun, and Kashun, it's a pleasure to be with you um, at a really interesting um, and challenging juncture, I would say, for the region after the developments we've seen over the weekend in Afghanistan. Um, as you'll have seen, I uh, had the fortune and misfortune of releasing a report from the USIP on Thursday that was more timely than I could have ever envisioned uh, when I started work on it back in January. Um, but maybe we could speak through a little bit of, of what my findings are, and I'd be curious to hear your updated versions of the scenarios that I've laid out, because obviously yeah. things have changed quite a bit in the past days. Um, so the three future scenarios that I had looked at in the context of Afghanistan were negotiated settlement, a Taliban takeover, and a civil war. And at a time when I, I finalized report about a month ago, um, I assessed that the civil war scenario was the most likely, thinking that the ANDSF and the militias uh, might put up more of a fight than we ultimately saw. At this point, it's hard to say uh, where things go from here. I mean. The, the fact that the Taliban is in the presidential palace in Kabul suggests that we might be in a, in a full Taliban takeover scenario. Uh, but I know you had mentioned that, that you actually thought there was still room for negotiated settlement. Um, that's certainly some, uh, some have, have projected that if the Taliban is looking for international uh, legitimacy and a continuation of aid, that that might be something that they would try to strike at the negotiating table. Although. I would argue that uh, that could be too little too late at this point, given the military coercion that they use to take power. Uh, but curious for your thoughts on that question and and how you would foresee a negotiated settlement coming out at this juncture. Hi, Elizabeth, and uh, it's a pleasure to be here with you today. And oh, so much to unpack here. I mean, I think you've said it all. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was your incredible report i was particularly fascinated by the three scenarios that you came up with came up with and as you mentioned the civil war is completely ruled out which seemed like a possibility i mean a month ago but uh looking at how the taliban have quickly taken over uh major districts and in fact all of afghanistan right now it's it's uh uh, it's a huge development, and especially, I mean, uh, Mullah Brothers' uh, video message that came out today in the presidential palace in Kabul, he also mentioned that it was unexpected for them to, you know, quickly take over Afghanistan in such a, uh, in such a quite less time. Um, for me, I mean, as you mentioned, uh, negotiated settlement is still on the table, uh, especially looking at the developments that took place in Kabul today. Uh, people, I mean, many, many analysts, there were speculations that uh, the Taliban would announce the Emirate today, and especially when Mullah brother address, you know, video message came out. Uh, these uh, speculations were cemented, but the video message suggested otherwise. And um, frankly speaking, U.S. also ruled out the possibility of any financial aid. And as you mentioned, you know, any uh, any possibility of any economic assistance if the Taliban declare the Emirate. And that, I think, is the driving point for the Taliban because uh, they, are, they are not the group that was in 1990s. They do not want to be sanctioned anymore. They want to be put out of the sanction list. They want to function. And for that, I mean, they are looking to be recognized somehow. 
and uh, they're looking for the door recognition and not just the defector recognition. I mean, we had many embassies today giving out the message that they would recognize uh, the Taliban and they would start some sort of engagement with them. But I mean, to me, it seems like the Taliban wanted the door, uh, you know, engagement and the door recognition and, you know, to come out of the recognition list, uh, sanction list. And uh, interestingly, I was also watching a video message by the Taliban today, uh, you know, on Twitter, which said that they have announced an amnesty for, you know, the people who work with the Ghani government. And that's also good development, not that I'm, uh, you know, defending the group's uh, actions which have taken place over the course uh, of three months. But I mean, uh, that seems like a good development in a sense that that raises those concerns that, you know, they, that were earlier raised that Taliban might not change, they might resort to the violence. Um, so that's a good thing for a start. Yeah, I think uh, I have to say I, I have concerns on a couple of fronts. So um, we've seen the Taliban make public messaging from Doha for over a year about their intent, but uh, hearing some really troubling reports on the ground in terms of uh, human rights yeah. abuses that have been carried out. So I think um, I am skeptical at this point of, of how that will go. And then the last thing I'll say is I think the civil war scenario, even though it didn't play out as uh, it might have, is not something to overlook quite so fast, just given the possibility mm -hmm. that militia forces could regroup, that the Taliban could overstretch in some ways, and indeed that taking territory uh, is more simple than holding on to it. Um, mm, yeah. I hope that doesn't come to pass in some ways, just given the, the conflict that it would ensue, but it's something yeah, to watch going forward. That's an interesting speculation and intervention because, you know, even if the, uh, I think we're running short on time. So. <laughs> Thanks, Kashu, and great speaking with you. Thanks.